Hello, this is Kenny Williamson, and welcome back to the McKilzadek Chronicles. In this episode, we're going to talk about the Mark of the Beast coming to a town near you. Of course, nobody is going to come right out and call it the Mark of the Beast, but what we can call it is COVID Passport. That's right. As of December of 2021, there's a news site called TRT World. It's reporting that around 6,000 people have had a chip inserted into their hands. So in Sweden, we've got over 6,000 people that have had a chip put into their hand. Now according to the report, those with these microchips, they have stopped carrying vaccine passports because vaccine passports are apparently required over there for most everything. So they no longer have to carry the passport. In fact, this thing is so convenient, they no longer carry their keys, their ID cards, or train tickets. Now, in Revelation, it says that, And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell save that he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So I'm not saying that anybody who gets chipped has automatically taken the mark of the beast. I'm not thinking that at all. But I do think that it is the beginning. I think that it's warming people up to the idea of getting a chip underneath your skin it's marketed as something that's safe. Nobody can steal it. You know, it's easy to use, especially for maybe the elderly who can't remember where they put their keys or their credit card or anything like that. Everything can just be stored on a chip under your skin. You can't forget it. Um, so it's not necessarily the mark of the beast if you take a chip, but it's warming up to it, you know. Eventually, I believe, it will be required or mandated like, you know, our current administration likes to mandate everything. So they're going to try to force it on people eventually. And we've got the beginning of that even, of course, in our wireless credit cards. So you no longer, you know, have to scan or use the chip on your credit card. You can just hold the credit card up to the little reader at the gas pump or the gas station or Walmart and it will just read it and so you know that sounds pretty nice just to be able to put your hand up there instead you know what's the difference the problem is is you know at least now you have a driver's license you have a credit card you may have even another credit card you have cash in your pocket you have your car keys and they're all separate. So if one credit card doesn't work, you can at least pull out cash or try another card. It could be a different bank. You know, your car will still start because you have a hard copy of the key in your hand and you can insert it into the ignition and start it. Once you get everything switched over to one chip, you know, if that chip has any kind of problems whatsoever, you're basically just dead in the water. 
you can't do anything if the chip in your hand fails to charge or fails to come on or if they want to just shut it off for whatever reason they shut it off they don't like you anymore your car won't start your train tickets are no good you know your debit card doesn't work you can't get gas basically you can't buy or sell and that seems to be a lot of what this vaccine passport has done they have required it in these larger cities and other countries and basically you can't get in to do anything so you can't buy or sell and when they implement that to where you can't do any buying or selling anywhere well that's basically your punishment you know I mean that's what it says in the Bible is you can't buy or sell that's the punishment for it and if you can't go to Walmart and buy you or your children food that's going to be you know pretty bad times and how is it do you think that some of these giant retailers like Walmart how is it you think they have not required this yet themselves? Lots of other countries and different big cities are requiring these vaccination passports to go into these big events, to go do all kinds of stuff. But you can pack into a grocery store, around here anyway, and not be required to have anything. So how much longer do you think that's going to last? And I wonder now what's holding it back. Do you think maybe one of the things holding it back is money? You know, these giant retailers, they want their people in their shopping all day, all night. And lots of people around here in this area are not vaccinated yet. Now, according to the news the other night, it said that 40% of Americans are not vaccinated. So, you know, are, are they going to lose that business when you're not allowed to go into the store anymore? Or is there going to be other types of businesses pop up where you can order online or what? You know, I don't know. It just makes you wonder how some of these other things keep going with people packed in, but they force the smaller businesses to shut down. So, that's what it's coming to, folks. I mean, it has been coming for a long time. They've been talking about this chip for 10 years. I remember when I was a kid, this chip was mentioned in magazines and on the news. And, you know, people basically thought it was a joke. And Christians would laugh and mock and joke about it because they're like, yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. You know, that can never happen. And then here we come, and we start getting chips. And people are like, oh, we've got chips, but, you know, they're not going to put them in people. You know, all they are is for computers, microchips, that kind of stuff. And next thing you know, they're putting them in animals. And next thing you know, cities are requiring them to be put in animals. And now we have them for humans. And it's just a matter of time before they start requiring them, probably, for these vaccination passports or anything else they want right now it's a vaccination passport but what is it going to be next so I think people need to wake up I think Christians around the world need to wake up to what's going on and take a good hard look and make some good hard decisions 
You know, I watched a one of your main internet TV preachers here a while back. It's been several years ago. He was asked about the microchip and if it could any way near be the mark of the beast. And he proceeded to read out of Revelation, out of a Bible that has perverted, in my opinion, the scripture. It's, per, it's a perversion is what it is. And it says in there they've changed it to on the right hand or on the forehead. King James Bible says in the right hand or in the forehead. All the other Bibles say on so he proceeds to read this and says, oh, see, the Bible plainly says that it's on the right hand. So how could it be a microchip that's implanted in your hand? So I think you need to be very careful what version of the Bible you're reading as well. And I don't really want to go into all the different Bibles and the Bible perversions. I mean, we can do that on a different, on a different podcast, but... Just keep in mind that in order for these Bible versions to get their copyright, and they are all copyrighted, they're required to change the text up to 10% so they can get their own copyright. Every time they come out with a new release, they've had to change 10% to get their copyright. And of course, it's very lucrative for them to sell and promote a new Bible. So changing it 10% so taking the actual spoken word of God and changing it 10% so you can get a copyright and make money that's that's kinda where we're at on most of the new Bibles today so even stretching back a long ways and these are Bibles that you know are being preached out of all the time and they have changed lots of stuff in this lots of wording in these Bibles thousands hundreds of things at least but probably thousands of things and you know I can tell you something as a man and that's just what I said you know if I quote the Word of God and it's scripture what God said those are God's words that's what he said you know so I go and change it all up and rewrite it to how I think it should be that's no longer God's words so I don't think that stuff should be you know changed in any way so they have to change something though to get these copyrights so keep that in mind when somebody's reading from one of these new ones they're in my opinion an absolute perversion of the actual word of God okay but I digress on that the other thing I wanted to talk about was of course you know it's it's in the Bible and the Bible talks about a one-world government, a one-world religion. Everything is coming down to that. That's part of the Mark of the Beast. Um, the Mark of the Beast, of course, takes place um, three and a half years after the temple is built over there in Jerusalem. Um, Antichrist sets himself up. It's a seven-year peace treaty. Three and a half years into this peace treaty, he, he breaks the treaty. He then sets himself up and you are required to worship him and take the mark of the beast or you will not buy or sell. So, you know, people are like, okay, well, they've got the chip. That may or may not be the mark of the beast. You know, it could just be convenience. You know, what else is going on? Anything else? Well, we now have a one-world religion headquarters being built in Dubai. So as we speak... 
a One World Religion headquarters is it's actually set to open sometime in 2022. They are calling this new church, this religion headquarters, they're calling it the Abrahamic Family House. Okay, and it's being built in Dubai. Okay, so now the people that are putting this thing together is partially the Pope. So Pope Francis and one of these Muslim leaders... Okay, they've both signed something they're calling a Global Peace Covenant, and they're calling it the Document of Human Fraternity for World Peace. They both went in together and have come up with this One World Religion Headquarters. Okay, the funny thing is about this thing, and I can read this directly from the news source, um... It says that the stated purpose of this family house is to bring understanding and tolerance among the faiths. But there are a couple of notable challenges. Okay, first, Dubai is part of the UAE where it's illegal for Christians to be Christians. It's illegal for the conversion from Islam to being a Christian. So if you're a Muslim you are not allowed to convert to anything else. It's against the law. Okay? <laughs> so, you know, Christians are free there to convert to Islam, but if you're in Islam, you're not allowed to convert to anything else. That's against the law. So, how is this family house going to promise tolerance and understanding when there is no freedom at all for a Christian. So this One World Religion headquarters is going to have three buildings. Okay. One of these buildings is representing the church, one is representing the mosque, and one is representing the synagogue. However, the church is not permitted to have a cross on the building as a method of identifying it. As, of course, over there in Dubai, it is illegal to display a Christian cross on a building. Okay? <laughs> they claim they are trying to bring everyone together with a one-world religion that's all-inclusive and everybody's welcome. And right off the bat, Christians aren't welcome or allowed to even display anything about their Christian faith. And if you go over there, you're not allowed to be converted to a Christian. So I'm trying to figure out, how in the world is this all-inclusive? I mean, I don't understand it. Can somebody please explain that one to me? Now this report goes on to say that over there in Dubai, um, if you teach that Jesus is the only God, that is considered to be an act of insulting Allah or the Prophet Muhammad, both of these are considered a crime over there. And according to this, you know, you can be fined up to $250,000, or you can also get up to five years in prison. And if you're a Christian, they can also choose just to deport you. And if that's not bad enough, the Muslim guy that's over there, the Muslim leader, he is claimed to be a moderate Muslim. Okay, and when he's asked about it, he says that Muslims that convert from Islam to any other religion 
including Christianity, should be killed. That's their policy. You convert to being a Christian, you should be killed. Okay? This is the one world religion they're trying to push. They're coming out with. The Pope is involved in it. Okay, so is the Pope a Christian? Okay, we can see right here Christians are not welcome there. Now there's going to be lots of Catholics that follow this and think, man, this is great. This is a one world. Now we can just all get along. Christians have never been able to get along with Muslims throughout the entire Bible, throughout history. Okay, because why? Because the Muslims are worshiping a pagan god. Okay, God of the Bible, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord God Almighty, does not allow you to worship other gods. He doesn't like it. So, how are you ever going to get along when they're basically worshiping a fake pagan god right in front of you and you're not allowed to worship the real god, the one almighty god, the true god? So, I mean, but that's what they want, see? Is when we get this one world religion going, you're not going to be allowed to worship the real God. I mean, how do you think the Antichrist is going to come right on in and set himself up? Well, you know, you're not allowed to have any crosses. You're not allowed to talk about Jesus. You're not allowed to be a Christian. Well, what else is there? You're already a member of this one world, all inclusive religion. Well, it's going to be pretty easy for him to just walk right in. Because, I mean, anybody that has any type of spiritual inclination is going to see right through this. I mean, if you're a Christian and you pray and you're actually a saved Christian, you're going to see right through this. Okay, so you're not going to be one of them, but there's going to be a lot of people that are fooled. There's going to be a lot of what I call gummy bear Christians out there. They will literally fall for anything because, you know, they're not, they're not praying. They don't read their Bible. You know, they're not filled with the Holy Spirit. So they're not going to be they're not going to be in tune with what's going on. They're going to be fooled. And it says right in the Bible that men will be willingly ignorant. It says in Second Peter that man will be willingly ignorant of the creation, of the flood, and the coming destruction. They'll be willingly ignorant of it. They don't want to hear it. And for that reason, it says later on that God will send them a strong delusion to where they won't be able to believe it. So you could literally present them with the truth. You could present them with all the facts. And they've got a delusion. They, they will never understand. They're never going to be able to understand. God won't allow them to understand. And what that is, is a reprobate mind. That's what it's called. That's when you have denied the truth or you've denied God so many times. God basically finally says, okay, have it your way. You don't want to know anything, you ain't never going to know anything. So these people have a reprobate mind is what they have. So you can't tell them anything. You can't show them anything. But for the rest of us, it should be pretty obvious that we're building one world religion buildings. They are talking about going to a one-world global currency, you know, and of course it'll all be digital because money's filthy now because of these so-called virus outbreaks. 
money is filthy, you can't do anything, you can't have money, you can't hug your grandma because of filthy viruses. So, and of course the UN, you know, the UN's involved in a lot of this stuff, and they've got a new statue out there in front of the UN in New York City, and it looks like a kind of lion. If you look it up, they're calling it a guardian for international peace and security. And it's in front of the UN building in New York City. Now this thing is supposedly a jaguar with wings. And of course, if you haven't seen it, go look it up. It's called a guardian for international peace and security. And so they've got this thing out there in front of the UN building in New York. It looks very eerily like something out of the book of Revelation. You know, in the book of Revelation, it talks several times about these different beasts, and most of them have to do with the beast as the Antichrist. And in one case, one of them, it says it kind of looks like a lion, and different ones have wings, has, you know, all different descriptions. You can look it up in Revelation yourself. A lot of it's in Revelation 13. Some of it's in Revelation 4. And so now the UN has one of these great big beasts put out in front of it a statue that was just put up just like a few months ago and it was supposedly a gift from Mexico and the other UN building or it's the Rockefeller Center has one in front of it that looks like well it's a dragon a weird looking dragon so it seems to me like they're just basically coming right out right out in the open they're, they don't even hide it anymore these Luciferians and Satans and stuff, they do not even hide it anymore. Um, Hollywood's full of it. You can watch Hollywood interviews where these different movie stars are talking. And they'll be talking and like where me or you may say, well, thank God for that. They say, well, thank Lucifer for that. That's what they say out in the open. Lots of stuff they do. They have open rituals. Open rituals right out in the open. Um... That's all they talk about. And everything that they have and they talk about, their, symbol, their symbols, everything they're doing is right out of the Bible. But they claim the Bible doesn't exist, that God doesn't exist. But they've taken everything out of the Bible that's negative. Well, it, it exists. You know, the witches and the spells and, the, and Lucifer and all that. Well, that all exists according to them, but God doesn't exist. So it's just about as backwards as you can get. The only thing I can think of on that is they've already got their delusion. You know, they've got their strong delusion. They've already got their reprobate mind. And they're being used as a tool. They're being used as a tool by Satan to accomplish this brainwashing of getting everybody not thinking about God, think about something completely different, start thinking about sports, think about anything but God. Think about these big celebrities, and then, of course, people love these celebrities. They put them up on a pedestal because, you know, they're portrayed to be really smart and really good-looking in all these movies. But in reality, they're just normal people, and most of them are warped. They've got, you know, they're way out there. They talk about filthy, disgusting things. They're nothing but perversion, and they've led these little kids astray and, you know, they're leading people astray all the time. And it's, it's going to be bad for them come Judgment Day. You know, come Judgment Day, it's going to be really bad for these people who, who have harmed and led these little kids astray. It says so right in the Bible. 
Jesus himself mentioned it, where he said it's going to be better for somebody to have a millstone tied around their neck and thrown into the ocean than better for them on Judgment Day to have that done to you than have somebody who have harmed one of these children. So, I don't know. It's getting pretty bad out there, but... The good news is, of course, you can, you know, you can ask Jesus Christ into your heart and you can be saved and you can avoid a lot of that stuff. Now, you may still have some tribulation, you know, and you know, you may get there's a possibility we may get killed for our faith in the future if we don't get taken out of here by the rapture or something first. You know, if God doesn't protect us, we may we may go through tribulation. But you do not want to be one of these people who turns a blind eye and just goes and accepts the mark of the beast and just does whatever they say, I mean, you can lose your faith over it, you know. It plainly says in the Bible, those that take the mark of the beast are not going to heaven. So, you know, you can't do it. Anyway, we'll talk about some more of that other stuff later. I sure thank you for listening. I mean, if you have any questions, please let me know. Thanks for listening. Um, I believe that you can be saved no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. Just ask the, you know, ask Jesus into your heart. You'll be saved. You'll be fine. And that's it. Have a good day or night. And thank you again for listening.